This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. This, the technology division of the Financial Services Roundtable, has named a new VP to lead its fraud reduction program. Diane Ness, who has spent nearly 30 years as a financial fraud specialist, comes to bits from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. What will be her top areas of fraud focus for 2012? And where does she see BITS playing a role in educating institutions about stronger risk mitigation and fraud prevention? Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today with Diane Ness, who took the new posted BITS on February 28th. So, Diane, before we jump into some specific questions about your role at BITS, can you tell our audience a bit about your background, especially as it relates to your most recent post with the Consumer Protection Bureau? Sure, I'd be happy to, Tracy. Uh, I have 25 years in financial fraud investigations, and uh, in 2008, I decided to uh, leave banking and go into my own business. Unfortunately, my timing was very bad with the crisis, so I ended up uh, getting on with the FDIC and, and closing several financial institutions, which uh, was very interesting work, and through that work, I transferred into CFPB. And at CFPB, I worked in the consumer response area, and that area is the area that takes the actual complaints from consumers. Um, so it was a, an, another very interesting uh, role. It was great to be in a startup and to, uh, to be part of, you know, a new regulatory agency that, that uh, opened up. Now, I think that some of your experience on the consumer side is interesting. And I wonder if you could tell us, Diane, in what areas do you see the greatest fraud threats where financial security is concerned? And maybe bringing in some of your consumer experience would be helpful here. Sure. Uh, It's really kind of interesting, Tracy, because what I've found is everything old is new again. Um, So some of the old scams are still happening. Uh, A lot of, you know, checks and counterfeit checks and, and that type of thing. And consumers are still... Uh, falling victim to that, um, but there are some new things that are going on that uh, maybe hadn't been quite so uh, so top of mind. Uh, one of them is uh, IRS tax refund fraud, uh, which really took a jump this year. Um, another is child ID theft, and what I'm finding too, and kind of getting back up to speed, is the threats of insider fraud um, are still great, and it seems like the losses are even higher. Um, so. Uh, security professionals have their work cut out for them. Um, you know, you always want to think that one thing will drop off the radar if a new trend comes, but unfortunately that's just not happening. Now, what will your role be at BITS? How will you bring some of your experience into this new position? Well, I really want to use my experience um, in the industry to help our members. Um, you know, we all, well, we all know in the fraud industry we tend to react to things, and my, I considered it to be my responsibility to keep my ear to the ground and really seek out ways that we can be more proactive in communicating fraud trends to our members and, and really helping mitigate or helping them mitigate their losses. Um, I also want um, to help our BITS members communicate the importance of fraud reduction to their senior management teams. Um, that could be by white paper, by advisories, uh, uh, working with law enforcement, um, but just help them understand or help them be able to communicate how important fraud reduction is to senior management. And um, I think, as we all know, the fraud and security lines are really getting blurred with data breaches and ID theft. So I want to help our members explore ways in in which security and fraud can be um, better business partners. Uh, That's really what we did at Fifth Third um, with our information security awareness team and our fraud education team working together. Uh, It 
it was a really successful partnership, and I'd, so I'd like to bring that experience to help our members uh, really uh, be able to do the same and be more pro- proactive and more productive. Yeah, that's an interesting point, Diane, and it probably relates pretty well to the next question that I had for you, and that was, how do you expect to work with financial institutions to help them reduce fraud as well as the losses associated with fraud? Yeah, I think, again, really taking a deep look into the trends that are going on, uh, really, really talking to people, um, finding the, the trends, finding things that are, that are happening, talking to law enforcement, um, and, and really utilizing a large network of former colleagues and subject matter experts to inform our members, uh, you know, even, you know, just, just people in the industry that, that really know um, and have subject matter expertise that can help us. Now, you bring consumer perspective to the table, which we noted earlier. What can you tell us about some of the more pressing consumer risks that are linked to financial fraud? You know, Tracy, I was really surprised when I was at CFPB how much consumers still need to be educated about falling for scams and things. Um, it, it, it was really sad to see how many people um, were still getting ripped off by, you know, people telling them work from home schemes and telemarketing schemes and, and that type of thing. Just trying to get the word out. Banks do a great job, uh, we, and we've always done a good job, I think, of educating our consumers, but I think that whole uh, area still needs needs to happen. And uh, it's amazing, again, how many consumers just don't understand that, you know, something, uh, it's too good to be true. It really is too too good. Now, one of the areas that we talk about quite a bit in the industry, and of course, this relates to some of the vulnerabilities that we see on the consumer side, are is the advent of socially engineered schemes, such as phishing and vishing, and it's getting a lot of attention. What are you hearing about socially engineered schemes, and what steps do you expect BITS to take over the course of the next year or so to help banks address those schemes? Yeah, Tracy, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm new to the role. I'm still kind of getting up to speed on, on a lot of those types of things. Um, but again, from, from a bit standpoint, I think we, again, just need to be very proactive. We need to make sure that we're communicating with our members and uh, helping them understand uh, some of the, the new, maybe even new technology that's, uh, that's going to be coming down you know, the pike for, for trying to catch some of these different types of scams. Now, you've talked a little bit about the critical role that consumer education plays, and I wonder if you can speak at all to the role that customer education plays when it comes to commercial banking. Well, it's just as big in commercial banking as it is anywhere else. Um, you know, in fact, sometimes it's even more important to make sure that the, the people know that not to click on the, on the email that comes to them. Um, you know, and, and really uh, understand the risks that they are taking against, you know, the businesses. So education is, is important there as well. And then, Diane, before we close, are there any final thoughts or recommendations that you'd like to leave our audience with? Uh, I think, again, um, you know, the common theme is make sure that you're not reacting, that you're, you're out there proactively trying to determine uh, what's going to hit next. Um, make sure you're communicating with your senior management teams and make sure that they understand the importance of your role. Um, and, and education, education internally and education uh, for c- uh, consumers and customers, I think, are vitally important in this day and age. Diane, I want to thank you again for your time today. Thank you.
Again, we've just heard from Diane Ness of Bits. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.